This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, what would Jesus say? Good morning and welcome to the Friday edition of the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. So excited to be with you all today. We are going to do a What Would Jesus Say? And are you ready for this title, I'm everybody? ready. Yes. Here we go. Bum, bum, bum. Am I sinning if I'm not multiplying? That's a tough question. Am I sinning It's if why I'm we chose it. We chose this because that's a, a tough question. This is a question... Probably for committed Christians. If you're if you're just listening to this and you're a casual Christian, first thing for you is to say, I need to make Jesus 100% Lord of my life. But yep. for the person who has done that, they do have to grapple with, if, if I'm not multiplying what God has given me, mm. am I missing the mark? Am I sinning? All right? We're going to tackle that question from Matthew 25, 29. Mm-hmm. And then we'll broaden out and give some context on it. Jesus said in Matthew 25, 29, For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away from him. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a very offensive teaching right out of the gate, first of all. <laughs> Don't take my stuff. <laughs> because what he's saying is, is that the one who has, it's going to be multiplied into him. But the one who doesn't have, even what he has is going to be taken away from him. And yet all of our, we, we have these welfare laws and whatnot are, you know, it's, it's very difficult and challenging teaching. Mm-hmm. But the entire teaching from Matthew 25 is a challenging teaching. Yeah. Jesus gave the parable of the talents where he was using a parable to teach this principle. Mm-hmm. And so he taught on how it was God's design that his people would multiply. Now, multiplying did not start with Jesus. It is in the original Genesis command. Mm. Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts... Right there. They were to tend the garden so the garden would be fruitful and multiply. Then they were to be fruitful and multiply. And then what happened was the serpent entered into there and it all got messed up. So then we come back around when we've been restored to God through Jesus Christ. Am I sinning if I'm not multiplying? Let's, Let's define some terms. First of all, sinning means I'm missing the mark. I'm not hitting the mark God set for me. Okay. And God gives us this precious gift of repentance when that happens so that we can start over. Mm-hmm. Multiplying means I'm taking whatever God has given me and I'm reproducing it. If he's giving me two, I'm turning it into four. Mm-hmm. If he's giving me four, I'm turning it into eight. Mm-hmm. If, he's turning, if he's giving me 10, I'm turning it into 20. Whatever that is, I'm going to... Multiply. Curious, before we go any further, can you give some examples in your, from your life? What are some things that God has given you that you've multiplied? Yeah, uh, God gave me natural musical ability. Okay. Um, but that's nothing if you don't actually 
learn how to play an instrument mm-hmm. or, yeah. or learn how to apply it. Mm-hmm. And then once you do learn the basics of an instrument, you have then discovered an endless thing that you're going to be doing from that point forward. Right. Um, Cause there's always new concepts. There's always new things. And then it's taking the knowledge that you acquire and mm-hmm. actually using it for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so that's a, more than a lifelong process yeah. um, that's introduced. Okay. And, uh, and so you, that's a natural thing. So yes. we're supposed to multiply the natural things yes. that God gives us. Yes. Um, got any examples of spiritual giftings and, and whatnot that you multiply? Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll start with a basic. Um, my personality mm-hmm. in my flesh, I am introverted mm-hmm. and I, I don't necessarily enjoy large crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, being in front of them, any of those types of things. Uh, but all of that had to die on the cross and have something new given to me. Mm-hmm. And then I had to multiply that mm-hmm. if I wanted to succeed in mm-hmm. the ministry that God called me to. So I had to, I had to let God change my personality. Yeah. Think, things that I really liked about myself, mm-hmm. I had to let God change. Yeah. Uh, I look at my life and the way I got saved was someone bought a sign on the road on I-5 mm. that said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. That's the only scripture I knew because I wasn't raised in church, but mm-hmm. I saw the sign. When the time came for me to get saved, the Lord brought that scripture to my mind because I'd, I'd seen it on the road. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in me? That's the question he asked me. Mm. And the, that sign came to my mind, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you, be sa- you shall mm-hmm. be saved. So after God saved me, I believed on the Lord Jesus Christ and I was saved. I took that one scripture and I had an immediate hunger for God's word. Mm. So my mom gave me a Bible and I started reading in the book of Matthew. And within my first year of salvation, I wrote a book report for my English teacher Mm. on the New Testament. Mm. I multiplied one verse, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, into a hunger for the Word of God to where after one year I was able to write a book report on the New Testament. Absolutely. See, so so everything God gives us is meant to be multiplied. Mm -hmm. you can take this into so many other areas. You can take it into miracle healing. You can mm-hmm. take it into gift of encouragement. Mm-hmm. You can take it into multiplying your salvation for That's others. Right. Um, it is meant to be multiplied. Now, let's go to the negative then. Am I sinning if I'm not <laughs> multiplying what God gave me? Yeah. And you said, yeah. Does that mean you think? That, I was just confirming. That, I was just confirming that that was the question. <laughs> no, I'll step out. So there. we've confirmed that's the question. Yeah, How are we going to answer it? Yes, it is a sin. Why? Uh, why? And uh, this is where people, maybe you're squirming right now listening mm-hmm. to this yeah. podcast a little bit. And, and it's okay that you are because yes. we do have to evaluate ourselves about yeah. how we're multiplying things. Yeah. Well, if I look at the entirety of this parable, um, which always, this scared the crap out of me, to be be frank, when I would read this. You don't Uh, want to be the one talent guy. No, I don't want to be the one talent guy. So uh, let me just read what he said. So uh, he said, Master, I knew you were a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, 
here's what you gave me. And he gave it back. But his master answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew what I, that I do all of these things. I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you should have at least invested my money with the bankers. And I would at least have gained some interest when I came back to collect what I gave you. <laughs> so, and, uh, so then he took the talent that that one guy had and he gave it to somebody else. I know. <laughs> And then he said, I'm going to do this over and over again, because for everyone who has, more will be given, yeah. and he will have an abundance, but for the yeah. one who does not have, yeah. even what he has will be taken away from him. Yeah. yeah. So when, when God gives you something, he's really giving you an opportunity to step into something that he has called you to do. Mm-hmm. And really what this comes down to is an obedience issue. Yeah. And if you're not obeying, you're sinning. Okay. So... I'll break it down real simple. <laughs> yeah. In other words, multiplying is obedience to the Lord. Yes. Now, let me let me see if I can squirm my way out of this. Here we go. Squirm and, away. And, and then you you try and, and help me, prevent me from squirming. Go because ahead. people, like, fallen human mm-hmm. nature likes to squirm out of yeah. the hard things that the, that the Bible says. Uh-huh. Go okay. ahead. Be a squirmy wormy. All right. I'm going to squirmy wormy. Uh-huh. Well, historically speaking, Jesus was applying this. I'm sorry. Anytime somebody says historically speaking. <laughs> I'm squirming. I'm squirming. Okay, I'm going to squirm out. Historically speaking, the application of this scripture is that Jesus was addressing the Jerusalem of his day and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And really what he was saying is... Listen, the whole intent of everything God did with Israel was to take the covenant blessings and multiply them to the Gentiles, and you people didn't do that, so we're going to take the covenant away from you people, Jerusalem, Jews, all of that, and we're going to give it to new covenant Christians. So that was the application and fulfillment of Matthew 25. (laughs) Fulfillment. (laughs) <laughs> so I squirmed out. Oh yeah. Can you can me can you uh, pull on my legs and and pull me back in there? Great. You're part of the new covenant. So that means <laughs> Okay. You are the Gentile. So good the, luck. The, there's the simplicity of it. Yes, it was spoken to yeah. those people. Yeah. And yes, he was condemning those people because they didn't multiply the covenant out. Mm-hmm. Basically what happened was Jesus went to the synagogues of their day and tried to recruit them and get them involved in the ministry of going out to those people outside. Mm-hmm. And instead of them getting involved, they got involved in some of the dumbest arguments. <laughs> Jesus would heal somebody in the middle of the Sabbath, and then they would come back with, is it lawful to do that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lord, help us. Because he was trying to get them. Yeah. Listen, you people, you you know the scriptures. You're the best people we got. Let's go. Let's go heal mm-hmm. some people. Let's go mm-hmm. save some people. Let's go feed some people. Yeah. And they said, no, we'd rather stay in our little synagogue and mm-hmm. debate whether the law permits this or not. Okay, so <laughs> it is a condemnation of them. Yeah. But if you have received Jesus as your Savior and as your Lord, you are the person it's been given to. That's right. It's been multiplied to. That's right. Now God looks at you and says, um, multiply what God has given you or mm. <laughs> the same thing could happen to you. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Let's make this really, really practical. Let's apply this firstly to a local church because we're mm-hmm. pastors. Mm-hmm. All right. If the local church does not multiply, 
What 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 happens? Use it or lose it. <laughs> um, I mean, really, really, what happens is the people that you have are getting older day by day. Yes, and eventually they will die. And and use it or lose it is a fundamental principle throughout all of creation. You Absolutely. know, I went to school on scholarships based on my math ACT score. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't use math hardly mm-hmm. ever anymore. So I literally can't do even sometimes basic division without a calculator anymore because I struck because I it's I've lost so much of it. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's a use it or lose it mm-hmm. um, situation. Let alone all those you know, tangent, cotangents, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that I went on scholarships Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. Use it or lose it. So if spiritually speaking, a local church, use it or lose it. All right, let's let's go to the Christian Mm -hmm. that has Bible knowledge because they've been in, they were raised as a child in church. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you apply it to them? Yeah. Well, if you're not applying that scripture that you know is truth Mm -hmm. into your life, you're not living by truth, mm-hmm. and so you're gonna be you're gonna have a lot of deficits in a lot of area. Yeah, a lot of areas because of that. Yeah, um, and really, it just comes down to uh, you know the rules, and you're not following the rules. Yeah, and then then you start losing it. That's true. You you start losing even the principles you had, right? Yeah, they start being taken away from you, if you if you will. Oh yeah, well because you think well this thing that I'm doing right now is working, so I don't need that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times we know that what we're doing right now is not as good as that, mm-hmm. but we don't want to put the effort forward. We would mm-hmm. rather just stick with what we already have. Yeah. Um, which that's, uh, I always had a basketball coach. I think I've said it on this. He said, potential never accomplished anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, you know, maybe it's, a, let's, let's make this real practical, a physical ability. You might've been really good at basketball when you were in high school, but if you don't stay in shape and some kid wants to play basketball with you, they're going to play circles around you just because they can run faster than you can. Right. Has absolutely nothing to do with actual basketball skill. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's what happens to a lot of people. They mm-hmm. have that childhood um, seed that is put into them. And if they don't apply it, yeah. What, I mean, they don't have anything to use. Right. Yes. Everything in life is a use it or lose it. Yeah. But more particularly in our spiritual lives and in the kingdom of God, Jesus said that God is actually very active in, in, in some cases, taking away, mm-hmm. and in other cases, giving more and abundance uh, thereof, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, what Jesus is proposing is that God is active in this process. Mm-hmm. So the way I try to relate to this passage is, for me is I'm always saying, Lord, Thank you for what you've given me. I am mm-hmm. so blessed. Lord, yeah. you've given me joy today. Mm-hmm. I want to multiply that joy into some other people. Yeah. Lord, you have given me peace. It's one of the most treasured possessions you've given me. I mean, yeah. I just love peace. Yeah. Today, I want to multiply peace into yeah. someone else. Yeah. In other words, I don't want to be at peace and leave you in conflict or mm-hmm. strife or, mm-hmm. or anxiety. Mm-hmm. I want to multiply that piece. Yeah. What do you think is the biggest obstacle for people when it comes to multiplying? Do you think it's just the effort or, or what's your, what's your personal perspective? I think that, well, honestly, I think for Americans it's distraction. Mm. I, I We're feel, just focused on other things. Yes. Yeah. I, I feel like the greatest problems we have mm. as Americans is the land of opportunity mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I could choose to be looking at my fantasy football team. It's true. 
And then I could look at another fantasy football team. Yeah. And then I could look at my stocks. Yeah. I try not and then to. Th- I could. I try not to think about fantasy football because I lost my game this last week. I did too. Less than three points. Oh well, I guess it's not as hurt from. I, I lost by a blowout. Oh, okay. I, it, mine was yeah, yeah. just like yeah. Less than three dooms, points. Yeah. I was I was predicted to win and I lost <laughs> by less than three. <laughs> yeah, points. Yeah, mine was doomsday. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, but I mean, I, I could be, I could be, I mean, I could look at, um, I could look at stocks. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I could look at, um, I, I could go for a joyride. Um, mm-hmm. I could go make more money and, and yeah. buy a bigger car. I could, yeah. in a, and yeah. we are the land of opportunity. So yeah. what I feel as an American, the greatest problem with multiplying what God has given me mm-hmm. is I've just got too many yeah. opportunities yeah. and it's hard yeah. To say no enough yeah. to get focused on how can I multiply my joy? Yeah. How can I multiply the peace God has given me? Yeah. How can I multiply the faith as God, God gives you? So the, even this morning, yeah. I, in my devotions, I got up early this morning and I said, Lord, today, everything I do, I want to multiply faith. Yeah. I want to multiply peace. That's good. I, want, I want to give away joy. I want to see what I'm saying. So, so that's the number one. Now there's a yeah. lot of others, but that's yeah. probably the number one, yeah. I think. I think uh, from my perspective, it's also ROI. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure anybody would ever describe yeah. it that way, mm-hmm. but really what it comes down to is we would rather, or, or maybe not rather, we, we look at other people and we see how fast they get results mm-hmm. and we just assume that we can't do it. Mm-hmm. And so we don't do it. Yeah. But what if, I mean, I, I think there are certain things that they, they might have a lifespan. Mm-hmm. What The thing that God has given you to multiply, it might have a lifespan. Right. They're totally cool with that. Mm-hmm. But I think we get on this track of, well, if it doesn't impact thousands of people, it's not worth me doing it, is, is the mindset that we can get into. The Lord's really been working on me uh, because I'm a creative. What if the stuff I create only impacts one person? Is it worth it? Mm-hmm. The answer is yes. Yes. And you have to get on board because no matter how hard I try, the things that I work on, I might be able to make them grow to an extent, a measured mm-hmm. amount of success on my mm-hmm. personal strength. Yeah. But if I let it be God that helps me multiply those things, they could reach much, much farther past anything I ever thought could, could happen. I wonder, I wonder if this is something God is saying to the local church and the local people in local churches in America today. Mm. Stop focusing on trying to do the thousands Mm. and do one Mm. because the principle of multiplication doesn't start with thousands. No, it doesn't. It starts with one who gives it to two people. That's right. Who then give it to two more people who give it to see what I'm saying. That's right. So I wonder if that's a focus that God is saying to his people in America is you've built the magazine, you've tried to do the big things how about going back to focusing on giving it to one yeah. and then multiplying it out through yeah. through small group multi- multiplication through yeah. through you know Absolutely. in that way? Absolutely. I have uh, some personal projects of my own, and I have high aspirations for mm-hmm. these things that God has given me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the challenge that He gave me back was, well, what if it just reaches one person? Yeah, is it still worth it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the answer is yes. Uh, let me close with a story. Here we go. Okay, this uh, this this happened to me last week. All right, here we go. So I had I felt a prophecy come upon me a few weeks back mm-hmm. to say to another person in one of our prayer meetings, the Lord is going to use your personal prayers to heal someone of COVID. Mm. It's going to be through your prayers. That's good, and that's what I gave them. Several weeks go by, and then they grabbed me 
and said, you won't believe what happened. <laughs> yes, I will. Well, I, I, I prophesied <laughs> it. I believe it. And so I noticed I prophesied to one person. Yeah. Okay. Now the multiplication starts. So now I know COVID's less and less of a thing because treatments are getting better and all this, but, but this was still a significant need in yeah. this case. Yeah. So they got into a situation where the person got COVID and it got dangerous. And the person was, they, this is the story they told me. They said, pastor, let me, I got to tell you this story. Mm-hmm. They said, so I was trying to minister to this person and they were the kind of person that doesn't really let you in to their inner circle very mm-hmm. well. So I was just texting prayers. But I stayed faithful, just texting those prayers through their emergency COVID experience. And then they said, I, because there's not a feedback loop, I really didn't know if I was making progress mm-hmm. or not. Because, mm-hmm. And then the other day, we were, there was a large group gathering. This person sought me out, ran up to me, and gave me the biggest bear hug. Mm. And wouldn't let go of me. Just, just was. Mm-hmm. And while they're giving me this bear hug, they said to me, "God used your prayers mm-hmm. to heal me." That's amazing. Uh, in my time of dire need That's of amazing. COVID, boom, one prophecy to one person multiplied into a healing of COVID. Now think about that person will always have the testimony. Mm-hmm. This person texted me prayers. When I was in dire need, Mm -hmm. and through their prayers, God healed me of COVID, they'll tell that to people, and Mm -hmm. that faith of when God intervened in their lives will multiply out. It's There's your principle of multiplication. I want to encourage you. uh, You know, you can think of it from the negative, am I sinning if I'm not multiplying? That motivates some. But there's also this other side of, if you'll just take what God has given you and put it into one person, then that one person will give it to a couple people, mm-hmm. and that is the process of multiplication. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.